stranger. Hello. <laughs> I'm good. It's fun, funny. We um we are actually catching up properly by podcast rather than on the phone. Know, which it's is terrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, we're almost out of school holidays. I was looking. I, it's been two months since we potted last. Can you believe oh, it? It's crazy. Wow. Okay. Sorry, sorry, people. It's oh, been what? a crazy couple of months, hasn't it? <laughs> It has, yeah. So here we are back at remote remote recording. La- and uh, remote schooling remote and remote schooling. working and remote everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're um, – and also have no power at the Why? moment. Power's out. No power's out. And, right. um, and just a heads up as we record, probably the phone will ring, the doorbell will ring and the dogs will be uh, – come back from their walk. So, uh, yeah, anyway, just that's just a little caveat <laughs> for listeners. Well, if that does happen, sorry, we will slice and splice as we need to. Exactly. (laughs) Work work with our conditions we find ourselves in. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So what's news with you? Uh, Well, gosh, so it's funny uh, getting back into, you just sort of slip back into lockdown mode quite easily, right? Like um, back to, um, I mean, we can, we've got 10 Ks here, so I've just been for a run for an hour, so nice. that's, that's fine. So yes, I'm forever grateful for these things. Uh, but back to online <laughs> yoga and exercise. oh, I know. I got um, how's this? Actually, I'm halfway through making jam, so that's oh, that's a sign of a lockdown. Ha, I, I, you never cease to amaze me. Like you always find the most interesting <laughs> and left of field things. Well, see, I have a kumquat tree with a lot of kumquat. Right. And really, only one thing you can do with kumquats, and that's kumquat, kumquat marmalade. So uh, that's, um, that's in production. And it, how is kumquat different from an orange, like from a flavor perspective? Well, it's basically inedible as a fresh fruit. That's what I thought. For some weird reason, it seems to, I don't know if it's got a lot of sweetness in the skin. So it really makes quite a sweet marmalade. Oh, whereas so the I sugar. Think like a, an mm. orange, you know, an orange marmalade, I find, find it, like it can be a little bit, uh, it's a bitterness to it mm-hmm. that is is not in the kumquat marmalade. So it's actually right. delicious. And I'll save you a jar because oh, thank um, you. I'll, I'll make make some little batches. So there you go. Nice. See, that's, uh, that's my lockdown report. <sighs> well, no, mine how, is, how um, <laughs> well, mine is I have pretty much once again decluttered my house yep. Um, yep. like last year. Um <laughs> Got gotten rid of a lot of stuff. I mean, over the weekend it was quite rainy, so I had it out on the street, and even my garage I decluttered. Like it was a full top to tail nice. decluttering, and then I put everything out on the street because one of the things I did do since our last um, podcast was a garage sale, right. and which was awesome fun and made a bit of cashola, which is always great. But you know, it was a lot of work to pull it all together and put it out and spend the whole day and all of that stuff. And it was fun, but, yeah, it was a bit full on. Um, And I thought I've got all this stuff, I'm just going to put it on the street. So it's everything from kids' books to random house homeware items (laughs) to you name it. And 95% of it went. People picked it up, took it. And so now it's been rehomed and it's better than just shoving into Vinnie's or into the bin, into landfill and you know, it's rehomed into other people's homes to be potentially useful or useless garbage in their homes. <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting because it's kind of nice that it gets picked up, but you then think it's just still like a swirl of 
Well, that's it. I mean, it's just amazing how much stuff we actually go through and how much we have in our homes. But I find decluttering is something that is, uh, for me, it's just, it's, it, I find that I can take control that way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, no, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big one for the, you know, completely empty out the cupboard too and go through everything. So, um, yeah, I, t- I totally get it. It's just really quite um because you feel like you really it's so thorough and you feel like you know where everything is and that this any excess has been removed and it's, it does it's definitely control I think that's what it is yeah and it's I just to do in a time when you feel like you don't have control over the environment oh yeah absolutely um there is a Facebook group that I just joined um there it is I was looking for this it's called Street Bounty and it's the same kind of thing where people, um, what they do is if they see something on the street, um, they will um, take a photo of it and say "There's this stuff is at this location so people can go and get it. Or if you've got stuff that you want to get rid of. So like I found in the recent garbage um, chuck out a few months ago, somebody put out like a really decent bike, needed a bit of love, but um and so I put it onto this street bounty and somebody came and took it. That's really great. And this My street God. bounty, okay. I found out about it from um, Sydney Morning Herald article and it's done um, by location. So if you Google or Facebook street bounty, I'm in the CBD eastern suburbs of Sydney one. Um, they've got over 5,000 members. And when I went in, I'm like, oh, my God, there's a lot of people that I know on here already. But it's um, like there's some, there's couches on here today Um pictures on the side of the road near um lower north shore a whole lot of art and photo frames like big things um a whole lot of other stuff it's quite remarkable a wardrobe wow okay. uh, right right you near you in rainbow street across oh. from the primary school <laughs> like a really nice ikea wardrobe. well there you go um then there's one in Belmay, which is beautiful old antique wardrobe like, I mean, but it's, it's amazing. On the, so it's sitting on the nature strip and then you can just go and take it because it's free. Or somebody posts it saying, I have this, you can come and collect it. Yeah, okay, right, fantastic. So it's pretty awesome stuff. Anyway, that's something that's quite fun. And it's also Plastic Free July. Yes, yeah, that's so right. I've been normally very good with that and I must say I've managed to get into some really good habits, but I think over COVID some of those have gone by the wayside. <laughs> I try and use um, reusable masks and not disposable ones, yeah, but like yeah, coffee yeah. is my big one. Yeah, coffee. because you can't use yeah, your keep you cups. You keep cups. Yeah. No. Although I have been, um, I have just been doing my plunger because I'm even too scared to go to a. Oh, I'm not going out for coffee right now. There <laughs> is no way. <laughs> no, not yeah. even takeaway because no, there's too many people hanging around the whole thing. Yeah, and they are. They're locking down the. If you go to the cafe, you get your casual or close contact, even if you don't sit in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want, uh, yeah, not for me. Thanks. No, no too thanks. Risk too risk of us. yeah. No, it's definitely, um, you know, I think these are the times when we feel for our friends and family in Melbourne that went through this and now it's all a little bit open-ended exactly. and we don't know. Yeah, it's open-ended. Um, yeah, we don't know. But yeah. um, plenty of time to do stuff. So we're back in our bubble, Liz. Back in our bubble. That's right. <laughs> we, we, we always can think of something to do. I so, know. Um, yeah. And I'll just, uh, just a quick mention uh, yes. on the plastic free. I know we haven't yes. spoken about it before, but there's um, 
the recycle service that is the recycle smart that one recycle smart yeah yes definitely Randwick Council and I think your council as well. So yes. we, we, I use that Waverly, um, Ballara, for Ballara. soft plastics. Yes. And um, oh, it's amazing because I think, well, well, now we've got the FOGO and the, yes, I do pay, I pay, I think $2 a bag for the soft plastics to be collected, but it is insane how much you can reduce your oh, so waste. much. And I know totally. We always bang on about this, but um, just between the two, it's fantastic. So, I mean, it'd be nice if it had zero, but I think the FOGO particularly, oh, you feel so, you feel actually happy putting something in the bin. I know. Turning into dirt somewhere, so. You know what, it's very, very true, or stopping things from getting into landfill. So with soft plastics, I've not that I go to the supermarket anymore. I'm doing only online shopping, I'll be completely yes. honest. Um, but when I was going to the shops, um, both Woolies and Coles also have a soft plastics recycling yeah, right. so you Like you can just yeah. drop it off um, when it's safe to do so once again. But in the meantime, I'm going to get into the um, what was it? Recycle Smart? Re- Recycle Smart, yeah. That's right. And they they drop off stuff to you with a bag and then, yeah, they, they charge yeah. a very small amount. But it's, yeah, it's a great exactly. thing to do. They have, um, and they have lots of like free pickup promos so you don't pay at all. But um, I figure $2 for a massive bag of no, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, and they'll also do, if you get multiple bags, they'll do electronics. They'll do clothes and yes. they'll do, um, I think, things like batteries and things like that that become problematic to, you've got to kind of basically go to office works to drop them off. So, um, yeah, anyway, that's a, I think that's a really worthy. Oh, worthy yeah. Exercise, so. Well, just on the on the e-waste, so friends of mine have a business called um, Arnie's Recon. So they do electric or e-waste um, recycling. They pick up for free anywhere in Sydney, giving them free plug. Um, and so I've got one going in my, literally as we speak right now in the lobby of my building, I've put like one of those big plastic container without the lid and everyone's just dumping stuff in. I put a sign up in the lobby saying, you know, collecting e-waste and there's cords and there's like a, Right. an old lamp um and some things work and some things don't and so, anything, so ele- anything electronic is but that- even laptops but fridges like appliances and wow. microwaves okay. through to small electronics um phones um all that and they wipe everything if you can't or whatever and they just and make- they, yeah and then they take out the bits they can reuse is yeah that, so they basically can- minimize any landfill so they there's a whole circular economy going on in the background so cables and wiring and copper and tv parts and all sorts of stuff and it just gets all demolished into tiny little bits of usable things rather than whole things and then away it goes, and they do an amazing job. Brilliant. I'm sorry, we've so, had a little bit of interference on the line that might have. Yes, I can hear that. Ordering. I don't know what's happening there. Anyway, yes, keep, we'll oh. press on, we'll press on. We'll press on, we'll press on, but we'll have all of this in our show notes so you can uh, know how you can, uh, you know, if you're in Sydney, you can uh, isolate um, in a more environmentally friendly way. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> yeah. no, it's good, it's good. Um, so, um, Let's get on to some books and viewing. Oh, yeah, definitely, uh, oh, definitely. So I, I'll tell you what, I tried to, I'll just, as, as you know, I write all my books down. Yes. Um, and I don't think there's one book on my list since in two months of reading that I could even remotely recommend. So, Oh, really? I've had a very wow. bad one. So I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. That's not fun. Oh, my goodness. Well, I did read finally, and I know that you talked about this, but I'm just going to just come in as a late um, bloomer on this one, which is All Our Shimmering Skies by Trent Dalton. Loved it, read it. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. I mean, I've heard very mixed things about it. Some people have loved it. Some people have really not loved it. Um, But I think it had a very similar pace to his last book because um, it kind of had that build up and that very different story, mind you, um, and also focused now on a young girl in 1940s in Darwin and Northern Territory, so totally different, but still so incredible, the storytelling and the pace, and it just kept me gripped the entire way and I just just loved it. And I, I felt like, you know, we've talked about our trips to the Northern Territory and even now as we're in lockdown I'm like dreaming like that's my dream trip like when I get out and like and I want to go somewhere like that's where I want to go I want to go back yeah, to the Northern yeah. Territory in a heartbeat as well. in a heartbeat and so reading that I felt there even though I wasn't in ISO when I read it it was just yeah magic yeah, I felt and transported great, brilliant characterization I mean I I really loved it too and um the only thing I would say like in terms of a criticism was I thought it lost its way resolving the plot a bit more towards the end so when they sort of found yeah. the, the hippie commune kind of weirdness I kind of thought that was a bit odd I agree yeah I just thought of thought he kind of wrote himself into a bit of a pickle and was trying to ride his way out of it a bit um but that was really the only like I, I was forgiven in the overall because yeah. I loved I loved all the characters and they're all so uh, fabulously alive. You know, you really did believe them. Yes. Um, but the, yeah, so that was the only thing I thought was was a little was a little untidy. But um, yeah, I thought maybe could have been fixed up in an edit or something. But mm. yeah, no, fantastic. Such like it didn't story. really add to the story. Like if it, that wasn't in there, it actually wouldn't have no. made a difference. Like it was just as intense yeah and it's with the chase veered a bit into the a silliness that um and also I didn't believe those characters particularly like I couldn't no. I, I didn't yes um, so I think we're having a little bit more interference there yeah sorry, you there? Got, oh there you are incoming calls sorry 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 no, they, they, it seems to keep running um okay good yeah yeah when the when the COVID numbers come in, I get quite a few calls from Melbourne. Oh. So. <laughs> Are you in Fairfield right now? <laughs> no. Uh, no, 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 Neil. No, Safely in my room. Exactly. Oh um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. so anything else on the reading front? So um, yeah. So I've read um, the Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. So she wrote the Mothers, which I haven't read. I don't know if you have. No. It's a New York Times bestseller. So, mm-hmm. um, look, it's a not as good version of um, the Delia Owens book. Oh, what's it called? The one, or oh, where the crawdads sing. Oh, okay. So yep. it's a similar south, deep south of the US, sort of a certain time. Um, it, it it is good. Like it's a story that I read and I really enjoyed it, but um, it was a bit like bit bit of the same same yeah yeah but Not good like I enjoy <laughs> yeah a little bit um a little bit predictable but at the same time I still enjoyed it like it was like a nice cup of tea yes, um yeah, I okay. kind of enjoyed it. it wasn't the most um life-changing book in my mind but it was good it was solid it was interesting it held me um I have read better I've read worse <laughs> so I did read um in the, I sort of felt like something a bit light, and I read mm-hmm. uh, the last thing he told me. 
I think okay. So this is also no. one of these these big hit novels. Yes. And I just could not. I mean, I did finish it. Yes. Um, it's a sort of a bit of a you know, he, someone's gone, husband's gone missing. Right. Yeah. Pop up now. Um. Again, like you think, oh, I've read this before. Right. Missing husband, and then you kind of a bit Leanne variety. Yeah, a little bit, but without her, I don't know. She's just got a real knack for making the characters really. Oh, what are they just they're kind of bit they're so sparkly her characters so even though you know it's a kind of a really structured novel they're they're enjoyable to read this was so dull I just yeah couldn't, uh, anyway I just so don't don't close, read it people <laughs> why is that why is that a big hit you know well that reminds me of that book oh what was it called um the new york one with a really f- woman who had the sort of really interesting name um Oh, what was it? We read it last year, uh, and had Miss. It was Mister. Was a name, something oh. wits. Let me see if I can remember it. Um, I think Taffy was her name. Taffy something. Not um, mad. Ring a bell. No. Ah, uh, yeah. Here we go. Um, Taffy was a broad essay. Akna, that one she wrote. Flashman is in trouble. That one. Oh, Flashman's in trouble. Yeah, that yeah, one okay. was also huge hit. Everyone was talking about it. I read it, and I think you read it. And we were both like very overindulgent, very yeah, like yeah, yeah. just all a bit of a hype. So sometimes yeah, it's interesting. I don't know why things kind of take off like wildfire, and yeah, yeah. very. Well, fun. she's got a new book. I'm just on uh, Wikipedia. Um, Long Island Compromise. In case okay. you're interested, right. just got released just now. 2022 um well you know yeah well i did see um i don't know if you've read when god was a rabbit (laughs) i think her name's sarah winman she's got an i think she's got a new book out and i that is a great book if you've not go go read that that's a lovely lovely book perfect Mm. read um yeah well you sometimes need that don't you you need a bit of um something a bit easier like when life is all yeah, a little so. bit stressful you need a, a pleasant escape so um well, yeah, that, that's yeah. A book if you if, well yeah. so which one is the new one is it um, when so there's a year of marvelous ways i'm just on booktopia um there's tin man still life so tin man she wrote a couple of years ago that's a really yeah. good i really enjoyed that as well when god was a rabbit a, a really lovely book I think Still Life might be the more recent yeah, one. Yeah, so of those other two, Still Life and Still yeah, Life. yeah. So oh, that's good. I've got two that I haven't read. There you yet. go. I'll nice one. Grab those. There we um, go. See, the podcast is useful to us. We can we we yeah. do often give each other tips and tricks, don't we? We do. We do. <laughs> and um, what about your TV watching? Yeah, have you okay, just so been I slamming can, through. I can contribute a little bit more on the TV. Front. Yeah, I know. Isn't that terrible? Uh, so I know. I know. So uh, I, I'm very late to the party on Big Little Lies, but I've just finished <gasps> that. Where are you? Have you finished both seasons one yes, and two? just smashed through those and so I love So have you that. read the book? Yes, I've read okay. the book. Yeah, read the book. Um, I felt I it was a very good depiction of the book. Very good. And because the whole second season goes beyond the book, yes, I thought they did a brilliant job with the completely the agree. and really resolved it in a way that was as if it had been all part of one novel. I thought they uh, did a great job. I love Reese Witherspoon. Yes, um, she I, is great. I do find Nicole Kidman sometimes a bit hard to take, but um, <laughs> she was good. She did a really good job in this, but Reese is just, 
as my daughter would say, she's a queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my daughter says the same. Hey, queen. I'm like, <laughs> she's a queen. Hi, queen. <laughs> Queen's um, a good thing. <laughs> love, love, love that. Um, I've just discovered yes. um, a show called This Way Up, uh, which I think is on. Oh, it's Stan? on Stan or Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I'm just only. Uh, about three episodes in, and I'm getting that feeling when I finished an episode last night. I did. I got to two episodes, and I I looked. I went. Oh, it's eleven o'clock. I've got to stop. You got to stop. Like, yeah. yeah. But, but, I, but you know that nice feeling. There, think I'm gonna really looking forward to TV time tomorrow because yes. I really want to know. What and happens? so it's got a little bit of um a whiff of flea bag about it, and not mm-hmm. just a, a kind of extraordinary kind of writing and. You know the flea bag thing can never. Nothing can be as no. flea bag. No, but she's she's the the character. The main protagonist in it has some mental health issues, which kind of in the beginning seem not too bad, but as, yeah. as it's progressing, you're realizing kind of it's quite complex, and um, she's got a very. It's kind of her relationship with her sister, and um, but a fab- fabulous depiction of sort of loneliness and a lonely character. So yes. oh, really good. And, and cause it's English and it's done really well. And there's some re- recognizable characters in uh, actors in there. Oh, um, good. But, uh, yeah. So, so really recommend this way up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, just started Valley of Tears. Uh, mm. another intro about the, uh, the Yom Kippur war. Oh, very nice. Because I did end up watching When Heroes Fly, you know, on your (laughs) recommendations. I was like, yeah, enjoying this. This is good. I like it too. Yes, enjoyable. This is, is you know, like full on, you know, bombing war movie. Mm -hmm. Bombs flying and like your hands are sweaty watching it. But really, so we're only a couple of eps in. That's good. I think that takes me out now. So. Uh, over to you on the viewing because I think yep. that's, and I, 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 there will be 10 more things that I've forgotten. I'm but... sure. I mean, we're all watching so many things right now. I mean, I don't know about you, but the last weekend, you know, especially on Saturday when it was so rainy, it's like, well, what else do you do when you're feeling so, yeah. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> so I've been continuing to watch Handmaid's Tale um, right. because the season is um, just been slamming through and I've just been loving it and um, don't want to give it away, but it just – talking about like Big Little Lies and I have read um, the book, um, uh, The Handmaid's Tale is the book, I mean, and both and Big Little Lies. But with Handmaid's Tale, again, they've done such a wonderful job of um, knowing, knowing how to continue a story even without the book. Um, even right. though Testaments is like the follow-up of the Margaret Atwood book from Handmaid's Tale, it's slightly different, but Margaret Atwood's involved with the Handmaid's Tale TV series. So it is just sensational. And Elizabeth Moss is just like, love, love, big fan, love. So um, so continuing on with the um, Elizabeth Moss, I totally forgot that when I saw her the first time was when she was starting out acting was in The West Wing, which I'm really... Oh, never what? I missed it, the whole thing the first time. Oh. We've lost Nat. Really? Phone Sorry. call. Okay, Phone call. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, so, so West Wing has seven seasons with 20 episodes each and but it's interesting and it's cerebral and it's – but I know what happens because I've watched it already before, but I just absolutely love it. It is just sensational. Right, okay. So, so maybe I'm, I should do that. Hang I'm just Oh, just that's a little, okay. Add a little bit of live colour to the... Oh, yeah, well, we are live, aren't yeah. we? 
Yes. We are live. We are live. Some puppies. Here's some Which, puppies. Are they both yes. in? Are they both in? They're both in. Yes. Hi, girls. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Exactly. They're just interested in their thing. So, yeah, West Wing, loving it. So I'm about up to season six now and um, I've only got season six and seven to go, but it's been fantastic just to slam through all that. And then um, the Friends Reunion. Have you watched? No, I couldn't even bring myself to. I just thought I loved. I loved it when it was on, but I just those. Oh, it's not cringeworthy. Was well, it? a little, but it was also. Look, I watched it because my daughters watched it and loved okay. Friends, and you know she's sixteen. I've been doing and... a cringe face thinking about it. Why am I doing that? Um, because it is a bit cringy and um, it is a little bit stayed. But what it did do was it re not re-invited, re-engaged me to watch some of the, so Friends is on the couple, I can't remember one of the things. So every now and then when I'm feeling a bit like, oh, I don't know what to watch, Friends is just a go-to, feel-good, light, fluffy. It's like The Simpsons. Like you may have watched the episode before. But I have to tell you just as a quick sidebar, I didn't realise I might be the only human in the world who doesn't know this, but The Simpsons um, still has new episodes and I watched a new what? one and I was what? like going, and it's so funny. And it's, it's got still, new, like, new, like episodes, new. But they even though they don't make it. No. Well, no, they do. That's my do point. they? Yes, do I didn't they? know. Okay. Well, it, it seemed like, and Channel 10 has them and they're going, and the new episode of The Simpsons on, is on next. Right. So unless okay. that's false that. advertising, I didn't go into Googling like the episode and when it was done or look into it or whatever, but it was episodes that I hadn't seen before and I was laughing my head off. It was so good and they're so clever. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, that's good. That's good for family viewing time. Well, there you go. So that's something good. Yeah. Um, and then um, so I, I would say that's it for TV for me um, because between the all these things of West Wing and others that just take up chunks of time, though I haven't watched this but I want to and I don't know if you've started watching it on ABC, um, Annabelle Crabb is hosting Misrepresented about the no, female yes. political politicians and so that's now on is it because i've I yes. been waiting to watch it, it started and... last tuesday but right. it's all on iview okay. so i'm going to sit down and watch it Great. i think um, i might yeah, do a binge fully available yeah yes okay i'm totally binging that and i think i'm going to buy julia banks's book as well yes um, that looks good love a bit of politics and yeah so and then the I other documentary is um oh, sorry what were you saying oh just the behind the curtain view has always yes well well that's it in this case but yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly it's so true um because it really does bring to light some things that so many people go well obviously and then others just go really is it like that it's like mm, yeah <laughs> yes exactly um and then the other one that looks really interesting as well is um look the woman who wrote look what you made me do has a documentary series on the same with the same title and it's all about family violence domestic violence and um yeah, it's meant to be fantastic, which I haven't watched. But, again, yeah, okay, that yeah. one looks very intense and um, I just haven't been in that. <laughs> it's no, dealing it's with everything yeah, else. Same thing. I've kind of looked at it and then, um, yeah, it skipped across to uh, Big Little Lies. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still quite intense, actually, mind you, but it's lighter. Yes, um, yeah. It yeah, is yeah, definitely lighter. And, and exactly, and it's fiction, but. That's right. And um, I did go to the movies um, whilst we could um, and I, it was the French Film Festival and saw The Godmother, 
which right. based in Paris, France, uh, but the not such glamorous side. I remember seeing a movie earlier this year, similar sort of concept. But basically what happens is she's a, um, a translator in the police force in uh, Arabic and she, her mum is in an old aged care home and she realises that the woman who normally looks after her mum, her son is embroiled in a drug deal that's about to go pear-shaped so (laughs) what happens is it's a little bit of a weird one but and it's it's, the French do this so well with character development and taking on a story that you think that's unbelievable but it actually becomes so (laughs) believable so basically what happens she then steps in and I'm not going to give the whole movie away she steps in this is all in the beginning um and falsely translates to the French police what is being said then tells the mum, going, your son's about to get, you know, caught and busted. You need to tell him and then you need to disappear for a while. And so um, because she'd been so wonderful to her mum, so she felt like she wanted to do something for this woman. And so she goes, I'm going to give you some money because what I'm going to do is I'm going to sell the drugs and I'm going to make money and I'm going to give you some of the money because it's coming through you. And, and and then the story unfolds about how she goes about doing that and using her police networks and staying on with the police but also selling these drugs, which is essentially just, I mean, it's marijuana but it's still drugs, and what happens. And it's unbelievable and it's actually quite gripping and it's so well made. Um, and, um, yeah, it's such a great um, thing. And then, you know, I'm kind of still re-watching Call My Agent because my partner didn't watch it when I watched it last year and, um, Isabel Huppert plays this woman who she plays herself. So we just got to that episode in Call My Agent. I'm like, oh, there's the godmother. <laughs> like, oh, so, hang on. So, to... who, oh, so which character from Call My Agent? So is... she's, she, you know how they bring in every episode a oh, French yeah, actor yeah. or okay, actress? Yeah. yeah, so she's yeah. one of them. Uh, and it's okay. the one where they have, where she doubles up and is with a con- with an exclusive contract and she does one two films on one night and they oh, have to find the yeah. doctor, Isabel Hooper, or I think oh, that's, that's right. Her. Yes, I know. So it's her, that actor. Yeah. So she's very good. <laughs> and um, that, that was a very funny episode. episode. I, I know, with episode. the ghost and the party. <laughs> I know. So much stress. So I'm much stress. stress. So stressed. Oh, so, yeah, such a good one. Yep. You can watch it again. No it. one will judge yeah. you. Um, but, yeah, The Godmother was a great movie, and I'm sure it's on either SBS Demand or on some streaming because it was through Alliance, you know, the French film festival. It was very, very good. Yes, right. Sorry. Now now I think someone's banging on my door. Okay. Do you need to deal with your children or? No, you're right. Um, So we do have um, a few things booked in, but I don't know um, whether we'll get to them or not. We've got um, pictures of Dorian Gray and the lifespan of a fact that we've all booked in to see for yeah, the Sydney so Theatre Company. So this, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Will this happen? Well, I don't know because I did book tickets to the Bangara for the 7th of July for my mum's 75th birthday. Happy birthday, Mama, because um, I know she's one of our listeners. Um, but unfortunately, due to lockdown, um, but Bangara were fantastic about it. They've sent me the um, a gift certificate and they said you've got three years. I think uh, Lizzie, <laughs> we had a slight delay. 
quick call from uh, a board yeah. member. Sorry about uh, that. Okay. <laughs> right. we're, we're back on. We're we back are. On. So we were talking about, because um, we, we're going to have to slice and dice as we've done before, yeah. um, uh, that we've booked to see pictures of Dorian Gray and Lifespan of Fact, but I had to cancel Bangara that I'd got from my mama and um, for her birthday, but they were really good about it. So they just said, you got three years to book. Oh, and um, right. yeah. yeah, so that's so uh, got that coming up to look forward to. Don't know when, don't know um, when, but okay. um, but almost went to Dark Mofo, almost booked <laughs> tickets, but then kind of didn't because things were getting a little pear shaped already. Um, um, it was mid June, was Dark Mofo, but I saw photos and it looked amazing, so that's a um, a FOMO of Mofo. <laughs> Podcast of things we haven't done. <laughs> hey, let's do that for the next one because of all the things that we wanted to yeah, do but can't. Missed out on, yeah. Said <laughs> <laughs> we can declutter cupboards and make them. Exactly. Well, you know, yeah. when we're in our bubble, I mean, there is there is just to touch on that, just and I know we're, we're wrapping up, but um, there is that slowness piece again, and that is so nice where you're not rushing around as much and. Being winter, I know Sydney's winters aren't really harsh at all, and let's be honest, they're quite mild. Um, but when it is a rainy Saturday and you really don't need to go out, there is a bit of relief. I find it quite nice. Yeah, I, I agree. There's something, um, and I think kind of most days, I mean, we're lucky we, we live, we're not on our own and stuff like that, but um, most days you think, wow, that was really nice. We would not have done that were it not for lockdown. And, yes. Um, so one of the things we've done is booked the local tennis courts because you can still yeah. do that. Then go as a family. You don't even you don't go through a clubhouse or anything. You literally just book and turn up, and you just kind of code your way in. And that's we would not have done that, but for um, mm. the lockdown, it's been really fun. So because we we know that that effort to kind of get your kids out and doing something each day and exactly um, yes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so I I totally agree. There's something in it. There's there's always something in it if you if you look for it. Yeah, even though at the moment they're saying we don't know when you're going to get out, but that's okay because no. you know what I think of our friends and family overseas, let alone Melbourne, who've been in these incredibly long lockdowns, and you know what. Um, I, I don't know if there was an arrogance, but definitely a complacency and a totally. bit of um, yeah. a luck and living in a bubble of things of just kind of going, we're so lucky to be able to do all the things that we're doing. And I felt grateful, but I think now I feel even more grateful <laughs> because well, exactly. now we can't. Um, you know, we saw the complacency around vaccines here and, um, yeah. you know, now, now everyone's trying to, trying to get them, which is, uh, which is good. And I think the other thing about this lockdown, it's not good. Um, it's looking like to me a lot longer than we thought, but it's very different to a lockdown where a vaccine was a long way off, which is where we were yes, last year. And I exactly, think that's a different feeling that you you know you do think that there's light. Yes, well there is, and I think the more that we horizon. can get yeah. people vaccinated, um, and also the less community transmission, um, the better it will be. Exactly. for everyone so yeah, that's right i guess it's all about staying safe and stay home back yeah. to that message back to stay back, what was it going. stay apart to stay together <laughs> something i don't remember <laughs> there's so many covid sayings you go to kmart bunnings or no. barbecues galore you just stay the beep home yes yep. and don't don't forget you can buy everything online pretty much Turns up about eight seconds later. I mean, and it's so good. Sign, here's a sign of lockdown. I even ordered slippers, like 
like kind of high end slippers. Yes. With, with the soles. Yes. Like, yes. Like oh, a, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's uh, that. Yeah. You know, thinking, right. Okay. It's but, but batting, batting down the hatches. I need yes. footwear for the house. So, mm. well, you know what? I think um, I'm still trying to dress up a little bit every day, a little, like wearing nice earrings, bit of perfume, trying to do my walking every day. Oh, okay. Like not it. when it rains. It's just a little something. Yeah, you know? good on you. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna do that. Take a leaf out and of and yeah, and have a shower every day. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because some days I remember I was talking last week and it was like, what time's the week is it again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back to Blur's Day again. Who am I? Where am I? You wake up in the morning. Is it a work day? No. Is it a weekend? Exactly. And now we're gonna have homeschooling, and the kids are just so thrilled. Nah. No, not, yeah, not. But anyway, it's um but they're now talking about um vaccinations for um twelve and up, twelve oh, to fifteen included. Right. Yes. In right. a few within a few months. But I mean at least we need to get our twenty to forty year olds done first and sixteen exactly, to yes. forty rather. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's still still some gaps. Yes, just a few. Just yeah. a few. Well, but my dear, I feel like we've covered off a good chunk of stuff of not a lot for two months, but at the same time, yeah, it feels like a lot. Something to get on with. So, well, yeah. To stay in our bubble. Yeah. Right. We promise people we won't be two months away, considering we're not going to be anywhere in three weeks. We'll still right. be here. So, yeah. my commitment, because I'm going to, you know, do public things, things tend to happen, um, is to um, try and read a little bit more. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to try and read better books. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. All right. Nice. Well, We'll, um, we'll, we'll regroup in a few weeks. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Okie dokie. Uh, do some slicing and dicing. All right, you do See that. You and then I'll share it out. Bye, Miss Elizabeth. Bye. Ciao. Bye. Bye.